What's going on, guys? This is just another critic back with your college football predictions this week. Obviously, week nine, as you can see on screen. Um, last week, a bit wild, uh, more specifically in the Purdue Ohio State matchup. Didn't really touch on that last week. Um, Purdue coming up with a big time upset, Ohio State tripping over themselves yet another year, which will probably keep them out of the college football playoff. There's still a lot of football to be played, so we'll see what happens. But moving into college football week nine predictions, I have three matchups to go over. First of those three, we're going to go ahead and touch on Washington State versus Stanford. Pac-12, um, if you are watching my last videos, I did talk about the Pac-12 a whole bunch, whether or not Washington, UW, was their last hope. And then now moving into the next week after that, people were saying Oregon was their last hope. And now we just had Oregon lose to Washington State. Now people are thinking Washington State is the Pac-12's last hope. Now, to be quite honest, I'm not sure if they're the last hope or not. I mean, every single week, like I said, we, we've been asking ourselves, is the Pac-12 out of the college football playoff? I don't know at this point. If Washington State can win out and other teams within the top 10 – can you know continue to lose you know more and more upsets continue to happen mathematically they certainly have a chance but with the way their schedule lines up it's definitely going to be tough for them to win out um but if they do they certainly have a chance now coming into this matchup with stanford stanford dominates the head-to-head -head with the eight and two record stanford offensively Obviously, have been a bit inconsistent, especially with some injuries at the running back position. Bryce Love, just does, even when he has been healthy, he hasn't been the guy that they've expected him to be coming into this season. Now, even when they've been passing the ball, um, you know, throwing it downfield, it's basically been a one-man show with Arcega-Whiteside. And to be quite honest, I've been underestimating Washington State in just about Every matchup, I thought they were going to get beat by a few touchdowns last week versus Oregon. I think Oregon personally just came out a bit slow and sluggish and ended up giving up that game in the first half. Um, and I'm surprised they made it to 6-1 at this point. I do think this game will be a close one um, than many expect it to be. However, I'm still going to give the edge to Stanford. I have Stanford coming out of this game with the win. 34 to 17. Moving along to our second matchup, we've got Iowa and Penn State. Now, in this matchup here, really the real implications lie on Iowa because Penn State at this point, they've already lost two um, divisional games, Michigan State and Ohio State. And at this point, it's really just about pride and playing for a solid bowl game. Now, I will still have Iowa. They still have a slight chance to get into the Big Ten Championship. They do, they do have that one loss versus Wisconsin. Um, but honestly, some analysts are saying if they can not only win out, they'll obviously get to the Big Ten Championship, but they also have a chance at the college football playoff. However, I highly doubt that. Um, if you remember this matchup last year, it was basically a game that came down to the wire and was lost on a last-second play. Um, by a touchdown throw from McSorley. I do expect this game to come down to the wire again, just as it did last year. Um, Iowa defense playing extremely well, only allowing 80 yards on the ground, 170 yards through the air. And I think Iowa are going to edge him out. 
I think at this point, Iowa, um, offensively, they've been they, this year. Their their quarterback's probably one of the better quarterbacks they've had over the past few years in Stanley, uh, Staley or Stanley, something like that. Um, but I do think they have enough to get this W this year, especially with the way their defense is playing. I have Iowa winning it twenty-four to twenty in a close matchup. Once again, that's twenty-four to twenty. Iowa wins it. Moving along to the last matchup of the day, we have Florida taking on Georgia. And actually, when I looked at the head-to-head, Florida actually um, holds the advantage with a 6-4 and four record in the head-to-head. Obviously, these teams aren't the same teams that they've been over the past decade. Georgia on the come-up um, with you know massive um, re- recruiting classes coming in throughout last year this coming year and for the years to come with Kirby at the head coach uh, position. The biggest X factor in this game, I believe, is going to be Georgia's ability to slow down that run game of Florida because that's that's basically what most teams are going to work off of, their run game, which opens up the play action, passing game. Because at the end of the day, Felipe Franks over at Florida, he really isn't going to take over the game and win it on his own. That's just not the type of uh offense that they have they haven't really put that on his shoulders to carry you know 70 percent of the load it's more so been uh a running back uh a running game by committee with a few running backs which there's some they've got some solid running backs over at florida um don't know them by name but like i mentioned this running game if georgia's ability to slow down this running running game just isn't there it's going to be really tough for them to slow down the offense as a whole. As we saw in that LSU game, they allowed over 270 rushing yards to that LSU uh, to LSU, which opened up the pass game and the run game for Joe Burrow. Now, offensively, Georgia no doubt has the advantage with the quarterbacks and the running backs um, in Holyfield and Swift. Defensively, both teams have the talent. Uh, at the end of the day, I think Georgia kind of like last year, how they came off of that loss versus Auburn. I think they're going to turn up the dial um, and they've got to make a statement and they, they've got to go ahead and not only win this game, but win the rest of their games convincingly go to the big, uh, go to the sec championship and compete with Alabama. I'm not sure they can afford to lose. They either have to win um, or lose very slightly in a close one. But speaking of this game, I've got Georgia winning it 31 to 17. Um, I think Georgia is going to be able to slow down the run game of Florida, put the game on Felipe Frank's shoulders, and ultimately, offensively, they're going to have more to offer than Florida does. And I think Georgia wins this one 31 to 17. Um, With that being said, guys, these are the three biggest matchups that I saw coming into this week. Um, that actually have valuable implications going into the college football playoff as we edge closer to that time, November, then December, right around the corner. With that being said, if you guys have uh, any matchups that I might have missed, anything that you want me to cover, um, feel free to drop them in the comments. I'd love to hear from you guys. love to hear your opinions. As always, this is Just Another Critic signing off, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.